Lift up the trumpet and loud let it ring, Jesus is coming again. Cheer up, you pilgrims, be joyful and sing, Jesus is coming again. This is the voice of prophecy, a voice crying in the wilderness of these modern days. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Coming again, coming again, Jesus is coming again. From our Voice of Prophecy studios at Los Angeles, California, we welcome you to this half hour of inspiration and music with the King's Heralds, Del Delker, Brad Braley, and the Voice of Prophecy speaker, H.M.S. Richards, a Seventh-day Adventist minister. a friend in Jesus, he's everything to me. He's the fairest of ten thousand to my soul. The lily of the valley, in him alone I see. All I need to cleanse and make me fully whole. In sorrow he's my comfort, in trouble he's my stay. He tells me every care on him to roll. He's the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star. He's the fairest of ten thousand to my soul. He'll never, never leave me, nor yet forsake me here. While I live by faith and do his blessed will A wall of fire about me, I've nothing now to fear With his manna he my hungry soul doth fill Then sweeping up to glory, I'll see his blessed face Where rivers of delight shall The bright and morning star He's the fairest of ten thousand to my soul He's the fairest of ten thousand to my soul Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Thy mercies and Thy blessings to us. Help us to understand the Word today and proclaim the Holy Scriptures in their purity. We pray Thy blessing upon every listener. Lead everyone closer to God. We pray in Jesus' name. There is a place of quiet rest near to the heart of Where sin cannot more. 
Jesus, blessed Redeemer, sent from the heart of God. Hold us who bow before thee, near to the heart of God. Oh.
King's Heralds wish now to answer many of your requests as they sing Beyond the Sunset. Beyond the sunset, O oh blissful morning, when with our Savior heaven is begun, earth's toiling Here now is H.M.S. Richards, the voice of prophecy speaker, with a unique subject, an angel in the house. The holy angels of God are mentioned over 250 times in the scriptures, yet how few sermons we hear preached on the subject of angels. I've looked through dozens of books of modern sermons and illustrations, read hundreds of magazine articles on religious themes during the last few years, but in most of these sources of modern Christian writing and thinking, there's not one word about the angels. Yet in the New Testament alone, angels are mentioned more often than the Sabbath, baptism, the Christian church, the Lord's Supper, and a dozen other important topics. Why this silence about angels? Are Christian teachers afraid of the subject of angels? The idea that some Christians entertain concerning angels are indeed strange, unbiblical. For instance, most artists picture angels as golden-haired women equipped with willowy wings. A Roman Catholic writer recently protested against this, wondering why angels should be represented as harmless, effeminate creatures bored with a purposeless existence. He objected to their portrayal as ethereal glamour queens. He reminds us that God has revealed the angels to us in the masculine, powerful sense. In ancient times, most great writers and artists, by the way, represented angels as unmistakably masculine. This same writer goes on to say that the devils have fared much better at the hands of artists than have their heavenly counterparts, the angels. Seldom do we see a picture of a sickly-looking devil. Neither is he feminine. There's another protest which we should like to make ourselves. In most of the scant references to angels which I've seen lately, it's very clear that the writers assume that they are the spirits of the dead returning to earth. Now, according to Scripture, there's not one word of truth in any such conception. Angels are created celestial beings, created by God. They are not the disembodied spirits of human beings. We read in Psalm 8, verse 5, that we are made a little lower than the angels. We're not even the same order of beings. They were brought into existence before men were created. When Adam and Eve sinned and were driven from the garden, an angel at the gate prevented them from re-entering their paradise home. Read Genesis 3:24. Angels were specially created. They neither marry nor are given in marriage, according to Matthew 22:30. So uh, the angels of God were here before men were made by God, every single one of them. 
with the exception of the angels who failed and sinned with Lucifer, God's holy angels love their Creator and obey all His commandments, hearkening to the voice of His Word. You read that in Psalms 103, verse 20. There are various orders of the angelic hosts. Seraphim and cherubim are mentioned in Isaiah 6, 2 and Psalms 80 and verse 1. Angels are here to help people, men and women, boys and girls. Of the angels, the Apostle Paul says, they are ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who are the heirs of salvation, Hebrews 1.14. One of the most comforting thoughts which I've had since childhood is that every one of us has his guardian angel, so we're never entirely alone. Yes, each of us has his guardian angel, as Jesus suggested. In his warning to some people who were making it hard for Christian believers, he said, Take heed that ye despise not one of these little ones, for I say unto you that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my Father, which is in heaven. Matthew 18:10. Our guardian angel has a right to appear in the presence of God for us. And remember, Jacob saw in his vision a ladder set up on earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. Genesis 28:12. So when we ask the question, do you have an angel in the house? If you're a Christian believer, you can immediately answer, yes, we have an angel in our house. A Roman officer in the city of Caesarea was seeking for the truth. About three o'clock in the afternoon, as he prayed before God, an angel, the Lord, appeared to him. His prayer was heard. The angel told him to send someone down to Joppa and ask for a man named Peter, who was living temporarily in the home of a man named Simon, a tanner, whose house was by the seaside. See? The angel in the house appeared while Cornelius was praying. Notice he knew Cornelius' name. He called him my name. And he knew the name of the apostle Peter and where he was staying, the name of the man, where he stayed, and what his business was. Get a good concordance of the Bible sometime. Read every passage in which the word angel is found. You'll be surprised. You'll learn there that from the angel-guarded gate of paradise, where our first parents with bowed heads and broken hearts were driven forth, until that glad hour when Jesus comes in glory and takes his people home, the angels of God have been ministering and are ministering and will minister to their salvation. Why, the Bible's a book of angels. Angels appeared to Abraham, Genesis 18. They appeared at the gate of wicked Sodom, Genesis 19. To fleeing Hagar in the wilderness, Genesis 21. An angel saved a boy from the altar of human sacrifice on Mount Moriah, Genesis 22. On the banks of the Jabbok River, an angel wrestled with Jacob, Genesis 32. An angel ordered an old man to go back to Egypt and do a young man's work, Exodus, the third chapter. Oh, the Bible's full of angel stories. Angels appeared under the oak tree at Ophrah, in the fields of Zorah, at Ornan's threshing floor, under the juniper tree, on the Assyrian battlefield, in the fiery furnace, in the lion's den. An angel announced the birth of John the Baptist. And on the Judean hills came those angel words of the Annunciation to the Blessed Virgin Mary. Angels announced the resurrection of Jesus there in the tomb and in the garden. Angels appeared to the eleven disciples of the Mount of Olives and promised that Jesus would return. They said, This same Jesus which is taken up from you into heaven shall so come in like manner as you've seen him go. Acts 1.11 an angel delivered the apostle Peter from prison. 
and appeared to St. Paul on shipboard in the midst of the terrible Mediterranean storm. Angels will come with Jesus when he appears the second time. He shall come and all the holy angels with him. Matthew twenty four thirty one. So, friend, I ask again, is there an angel in your house? It is written, He shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Psalm ninety one eleven. God's angels have charge over you if you're his child. Here's another promise to each believer. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. Psalm 34, 7. Do you fear him? Angels are real beings sent forth to minister to the people of God. Is Christ's salvation yours? Is his salvation mine? If so, the angels minister for us and care for us. And it's just as real today as in Bible times. Think of the experience of John Wesley, whose life was saved from two desperators in a lonely wood one night. Riding alone, he drew nearer and nearer to the spot where the would-be killers waited for him among the trees. When he reached them, they saw not one but three riders with Wesley in the middle. They were afraid to strike. This great gospel preacher was completely unaware of his protectors and alone as far as he knew. He saw nothing, heard nothing. But later, when these men were converted... They told him the story, and he was convinced that God's promises of angel protection were fulfilled for him that night. When the first Christian teachers went to Sumatra, they were resisted by fierce enemies of the Batic tribes. Von Asselt of the Rhineland Mission pioneered the way. More than once, this missionary and his wife arose in the night to pray for God to send his angels to deliver them. At last, a tribal chief came to Von Asselt and said, I have one request. What is it? I want to see your watchman. But I have no watchman. I mean the watchman that you station around your house at night. But I have none. I've only a herd boy and a little cook. The chief looked incredulous. May I look through your house? Certainly. The chief searched everywhere, but in vain. Then he explained. When you first came to us, Tuan, our teacher, we resolved to kill you and your wife. But night after night we came to do it. Your house was always surrounded by watchmen with glittering weapons. Then we hired an assassin who said, I fear no god or no devil. I'll go through those watchmen. So we all came together in the evening, and the assassin, swinging his weapon about his head, led the procession. As we neared the house, the rest of us fell behind. Soon the assassin came running back and said, No, I can't risk going through alone. There are two rows of big, strong men standing there with weapons that shine like fire. So we gave up to kill you. Now tell me, Tuan, who were those watchmen? Then the missionary got his Bible and read to the chief about the angels of God. He must have read that text in Psalm 34, 7. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him to deliver them. Now, friends, the angel of God was protecting that man in far Sumatra. And this book he went on to tell the chieftain is the word of our great God in which he promises to guard and defend us. We believe it, therefore... We need not see the watchman, but you do not believe, so the great God had to show you the watchman in order that you may learn to believe. Now thousands of these Batic people are Christians and do believe. We may give many more illustrations of experiences like this. I heard many of them myself when I was in the South Seas and in New Guinea and other places, happening right today, to this very hour, but we must close with just one more. Sundar Singh was a unique character in India some years ago. He'd been a sadhu or Indian holy man. When he found Jesus, he gave himself to evangelism in his own way.
Where no European could go, Sundar Singh, in his robe of a Hindu holy man, went to and fro. Once, as he sat on the bank of a river, having lost his way in the jungle, in a very dangerous place, a strange man came and bore him, swimming across the rushing stream to the farther bank. But as Sundar Singh looked around to thank his helper, the stranger disappeared, just as the angel who delivered the apostle Peter from his prison at night disappeared as they were walking down the street of Jerusalem, as you read in the book of Acts. At another time, a band of killers armed with clubs fell upon Sundar Singh, God's servant, intending to kill him. He began to pray, and behold, as he opened his eyes after the prayer, he was alone. Next morning, the men who had attempted to kill him returned, and they inquired about those men in shining raiment who were round about him as they attacked the night before. The man of God knew that the angels of the Lord encamped about him and delivered him according to the Scripture promise. And so, radio friends, it is that wherever we are and whatever our situation may be, we can be absolutely sure that like God's people of old and God's people in every age from the earliest days until now, we too may have the blessed experience of his angel in the house. God's guardian angel, promised in the holy word of God to all who believe. So I say, get your Bible and study the subject of angels. Read those 250 passages of Scripture which speak of the angels and increase your faith in their holy ministry and protection. And so it is that wherever we are and whatever our situation may be, we can have that hope. Angels, sing on your faithful watch care keeping. Sing us sweet fragments of the songs above, till morning's joy shall end the night of weeping, and life's long shadows break in cloudless love. Ark, ark, my soul, angelic songs are swelling, o'er earth's green fields and ocean's wave-beat shore. How sweet the truth those blessed strains are telling of that new life when sin shall be no more. Angels of Jesus, angels of light, singing to welcome the pilgrims of the night. Angels, sing on your faithful watches keeping, sing a sweet fragments of the songs above, till morning's joy shall end the night of weeping, and life's long shadows break in cloudless love. Angels of Jesus, angels of light, singing to welcome the pilgrims of the night.
God has such wonderful plans for each of us if we will but trust him and keep looking up, going forward in faith. Have faith in God to lead, to keep, to guide. Have faith in God to work, to drive, to ride. Have faith in God, his angel at thy side. Have faith, dear friend, in God. And we hope that our program today has served to give you spiritual strength for the days to come. And we would like to invite you and invite you to invite your friends at this time to listen in next week for another broadcast brought to you by the Voice of Prophecy. And so we say to one and all, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace.